I wish to say something about the announcement which has just been made about Her Majesty. I know I speak on behalf of the entire House when I say that we send our best wishes to Her Majesty the Queen and that she and the Royal Family are in our thoughts and prayers at this moment. I'm going to take no more, just to, if there is anything else, we will update the House accordingly. So that was the Speaker of the House in um, the opening of the UK Parliament, um, basically telling you, telling us the news that now is worldwide, and that is that the Royal Family has been rushed to Balmoral Castle to be with the Queen, said to be under medical uh, supervision. Not getting a lot of detail on how serious this is, but, you know, she is 96 years old. She has been in a state of decline uh, late, of late and her family. Uh, including Meghan, Harry and Andrew, have all been told to come. And so I think that gives you an idea of how serious the situation is. And, you know, normally the Queen would have sworn in the new Prime Minister yesterday, Liz Truss, but then she was simply appointed at the last minute. So there's a different sense of urgency to this latest news. And you don't have to be um, a fan of the monarchy to appreciate certainly Her Majesty's accomplishments or to know that without her steady hand at the helm, we are far lesser for that. Dr. Carolyn Harris is a historian and royal commentator, author of Raising Royalty, 1,000 Years of Royal Parenting. She joins us now. Thanks so much, Doctor. Thank you. This is um, unfolding. I mean, we, all, we always kind of knew that this day would come. But in your mind, given some of the things that we have seen, because there are very certain protocols that are followed, it's not like Balmoral or the, uh, the kingdom put out statements all the time on this kind of stuff, but what, what reads here differently for you? What reads uh, differently for me is the announcement uh, regarding these difficulties with the Queen's health, as both the Queen and her late husband, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, never wanted their health uh, to be a major uh, news topic. But what we're seeing in these conditions um, is the is this very strong focus on the Queen's health. And we're also seeing the royal family gathering um, at Balmoral, uh, the Queen's children, her grandchildren. And this is uh, very significant that all the various members of the Queen's family are coming together um, at her side at this time. Yeah, and certainly uh, those presenting in, um, you know, the UK, even just what they're wearing, uh, all of them are wearing suits with black tie. And so it seems that even the media is signaling that this is is different and they are preparing for a much different ending to the story than normally we get. Um, and there's a lot of protocol. I mean, it's not just that the Queen will pass, we'll get an announcement, it'll go over Twitter. I mean, there are very, uh, you know, s steps that will have to take place uh, for security um, to make sure there's no disarray. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a woman who has led the royal family at a uh, you know she she's known for her stability and order uh, and the last thing the palace wants is turmoil and all of that has to be managed Yes, um, something that the Queen has been focused on for the past decade is an orderly transition from one reign um, to the next. We have seen uh, her express the wish that Prince Charles become the next um, head of the Commonwealth and and, and we have also seen this very strong focus on Charles and William taking up more and more royal duties, whether it's overseas tours, investitures. We've seen Prince Charles uh, delivering the speech from the throne. And so we've seen this very gradual process of the senior members of the royal family assuming more and more responsibilities and this gradual shift in 
in uh, royal duties um, has been taking place for at least the past 10 years. Yeah. I mean, the Queen will have managed, I assume, this ending very carefully, getting her affairs in order. I mean, when her mother passed, um, you know, she was given time saying goodbye to people, giving giving away some of her horses, whether her animals. I mean, there are lots of things that the Queen will want to manage, not just necessarily the financial uh, affairs and to make sure that everything is kept in order, but also her prized uh, possessions. I mean, she loves her dogs. She loves her horses. All of those things will be taken care of. Oh yes, and and there would be a bequest to uh, individual members of the family as as well as the queen has some personal wealth that's separate um, from the uh, sovereign grant, and so certainly there will be a a, a great many um, concerns for the queen at this time. And not to mention, extraordinarily sad. I mean, this is not, I don't put her in the category of a Charles or anybody else. I mean, the Queen has led an extraordinary life. I have a great deal of admiration for her and respect because this is a woman mm-hmm. who um, didn't just talk. She walked her talk. I mean, she went to war. Uh, she took through mm-hmm. the great, I mean, she, she took on being Queen as, a, as a, almost a teenager. I mean, she has accomplished and been through a lot and certainly has had yeah. to keep control of a, of a palace that is not easily controlled. Yes, we have seen when there are multiple generations of adult members of a uh, royal family, they tend to have different views regarding the institution. And so we've seen the queen with her her grown children and grandchildren. There have been uh, tensions over the years, and we're seeing a trend towards a more streamlined royal family with fewer senior members of the royal family undertaking royal duties and more of the queen's extended family uh, becoming private citizens. Whereas in the past, uh, especially at the beginning of the Queen's reign, it was a big extended royal family, uh, including the Queen's cousins who were engaged in public duties. Not that we should be writing the um, exit. I mean, she has not per- certainly passed. I hope we're all wrong and, and giving too much coverage to this. But what would happen then in, in uh, the immediate steps after? I and mean, what do the next few days, uh, once the Queen would pass, what do those days look like? Um, well, if the Queen's reign comes to an end in Scotland, um, we will see there being a lot of Scottish ceremonial at St. Giles's Cathedral in Edinburgh, as the Queen is, of course, you know, Queen of Scotland as well as um, Queen of England um, and, and Queen of the various um, Commonwealth realms. So if the Queen's reign comes to an end at Balmoral. We'll see a great deal of Scottish ceremonial uh, before uh, the b- b- before um, the, the, there would be the ceremonies that would unfold in London. Nonetheless, it's a lot of moving parts and lots um, yes. going on behind the scenes. Very much appreciate your time. I know you are in great demand today, so we will uh, yeah. chat again. Thank you. Thank you. That's Dr. Carolina Harris. And uh, yes, you bet that those who are experts on royalty, those who have written books, those who have studied the history of this will all be on speed dial of every media outlet as we try to kind of, you know, um, cover this moment, which is, again, you don't have to like the monarchy, you don't have to like the royals, but it is a very significant time. And, um, you know, I think a lot of us have just kind of thought, well, the Queen is older and she's not feeling well and we will always get another day, but I don't know if we're going to get too many of those days and uh, I will be quite saddened uh, to see her go because um, I don't actually have a lot of time for, for Charles. I don't think he's anything of his mother. And um, so again, we question the future of the monarchy, future of the monarchy in this country. 
Um, but I also think that steady hand and that uh, caliber of, um, you know, the presence she brings, I think that will be in incredibly missed.